Alrighty, and hello and welcome back to another edition of Kent and the Steering Team for yet another week. This is 142 weeks of Kent and the Steering Team. Can you believe it? I certainly cannot, to be honest. Uh, let's be honest, I didn't think we'd make it past 20, but here we are. Um, anyway, once again, you are joined by myself, good mate Drew, the good mate Bianca. Um, no Kent though, he is actually watching the replay of the first game back for Rugby League and loving the can applause. Anyway, on with the show. Drew, Bianca, here we are. Philip, because you didn't say your own name before. I said me. You said me. You didn't say who you were. Joined by myself. Well, myself. Surely they know, they know my name by now. They don't know my name then. What if you're a first time listener and you don't know who Hello, we are? Hello, first time listeners. How did Hello, you make first it time here? Listener. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what, how did you come here? Where did it's you like find you us? It's like you got lost in a maze. Yeah, it looks Where like. Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Oh no, Drew. that's going to be stuck in my head Stop all night now. We keep referencing. You're but welcome. anyway. But anyway, um, yes. Okay, so this edition of the show, it's going to be a humdinger, I assure you. When I say humdinger, I mean we've put a little bit of thought into it before we hit record. Um, we're not doing the worst at that. Still not the best, but not the worst. And I have some notes written down. I have three lines of notes. They are, um, we want to discuss the, the cleanliness. Now, this is all theory. This isn't fact, it's theory. Drew's got himself a bag of chips or something there, and he's about to make some ruffly noise. What is that? Easter eggs? That's lint. Is it? Lint balls? No. Oh, lint. Sorry, lint. I can see it. Okay. Um, <laughs> on this edition... having a lint chocolate while you do this. No problem. On this edition of the show, we've got the, the cleanliness of money. Um, seeing as it's not in circulation very much, seeing as it's, you know, germs, we've been told, especially for, you know, we've been getting lots of interesting facts about coronavirus and, and, and this particular one, COVID-19, and how, um, how long the germs stay on surfaces, hard surfaces. Um... Drew's showing a 70% coconut. Cocoa. Cocoa. Oh, cocoa. Okay. Well, I think it's a coconut. Coconut. Well, I don't On know. On this show, we like the dark stuff. No, I prefer milk chocolate. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the show. I have no comment for that. That's... <laughs> We've got, we've got some information and also stories and theories on coming out of lockdown. That is, when all... Um, you know, different versions of lockdown and isolation are going to be lifted or lifting and what changing and what it means for like? freedom. What does the new world look like exactly? Um, mm. Going to the beach, for example, more on that <laughs> reference later. Um, and if we have time, um, we've got some information on rat plagues in Sydney, the city where we are all from. Now I say rat plague, <laughs> rat plagues. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, okay, I dropped my on camera the on the speaker, so this is gonna be fun. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I always have fun. Editing Sydney's nothing. So without a fat rap. So <laughs> so what we do, guys, is we actually record this thing and often try to go for as long as we can with um, webcam on, so we can see each other when we're talking. A little bit like what mm -hmm. Kate, Tim, and Marty do in that. Uh, Tim and Marty are live. If you don't know Kate, Tim, and Marty, listen to their podcast. It's wonderful, but. Um, Kate and Tim are in the studio in Sydney and Marty is either in the studio in Melbourne or his home in Melbourne um, during lockdown he's in his home and they have Skype or webcam set up and they can look at each other and talk it just makes it a little bit easier and more believable to have a, a podcast going than um, if we're just doing voice although Drew and I managed for a long time with doing voice but I think it works a little bit better with camera on as well I think because for so long we've done the episodes together that when we're doing them from separate locations the camera just sort of helps it's also bring a, back that a level. bit of a visual cue because i mean even with the delay between us it kind of like yeah. i can see yeah. when you're going to wind down in your conversation so it kind of comes yeah. out a little smoother rather than like occasionally when we don't have a video link we have those weird silences where one of us is trying to figure out is that still talking and it's just because of the delay oh of course um but or if if we were to make a drinking game out of our show which i think we could 
um, there would absolutely be a drink every time Phil says, no, no, you go. <laughs> yes. Well, there'd also be one for every time Bianca says, but, um. But, um. But, um. Because you say, you say, but, um, a lot. I do. But, um. I do, but that's just me thinking of words. No, no, I appreciate it, though, because it always reminds me of um, How I Met Your Mother. Anyway, anyway, on with the show. Anyway, let's um, let's. That's another drink. Exactly. Let's begin <laughs> this one. No, that's that's two shots and turn around. Spin around in a circle. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Let's though begin with the cleanliness of money. Now, this is purely a theory, but it's one that Drew and I kind of referenced in a conversation earlier in the week. We we mm. we were talking about that. Uh, act, no, that's that's it. Drew was going to a drive-through. Now we know that at drive-throughs, more often than not, they're contactless. Is this the story yep. you're getting to, Drew? Yeah. Oh, no, no. I have another one, Okay, actually. well, well anyway. On top of this. Well, anyway, Drew was yes. going to a drive-thru, and uh, when he got there, just on the phone to me and, and me in the background, and suddenly I heard another person talking, and I was like, what the hell's going on? Turns out he's at the drive-thru, and then the guy says, <laughs> it's cash only, cash only. And Drew just went, oh, okay, never mind, and just drove off. Because it's such a weird thing that it could be cash only in this climate but not just that it's such a weird concept that used to be such a norm for us yeah well i had cash this week which i know normally don't but it's because it was a turkish holiday and uh, it end of ramadan is uh co- coincides with a turkish holiday called Bidom. and basically mm-hmm. what it is is yep. your elders give you cash um, it's, it's mostly supposed to be for children, but apparently my family still does it for us. So <laughs> my, well, you guys are technically someone's children. Yeah, true. But, um, yeah. I got like $70 in cash and then I put it in my pocket this morning and went for a walk and it's gone. So, and this is why I never carry cash. Cause I always lose cash and I'm, yeah, I've been devastated. I've been devastated all day. <sighs> Bianca. Yeah. 17. You have you have made someone else's day. I know, I know. So I've dropped seventy dollars somewhere someone. in Sydney because I walked How from Stanmore to the city and back. I see. I was I was so Let's crushed. Hope the rats didn't take it. Yeah, that would. Yeah, that would be terrible. Could you just imagine like a rat running around with like seventy bucks in its mouth? Well, there's footage from New York like of a rat carrying a slice of pizza. I've seen. He's that. taking it to the oh. turtles. <laughs> I feel like maybe yeah. the rat burrowed through the front of it and is now wearing your seventy dollars like a cape. Oh, <laughs> I hope. Well, fear me now. No, I, um, the um, I I had cash yesterday. Yes. Um, not well. I, well, technically, I still kind of got cash. I was at a shop yesterday and it turned out that their FPOS machines were down and they were cash only and it was not an area that I'm normally in, but I, I was in a shopping center, which kind of helped. And I, I just said to the guy, have you got an ATM nearby? And he's, oh yeah, yeah, the, the one you need. It's just outside. So I went out there and I was like, man, I don't even remember the last time I went to an ATM or took cash out. Mm. And the second the $20 bill came out, I just went, oh, I got the Rona. Here we go. Yeah, the, it's the, the lack of cleanliness on money. But we've always, it's always mm. been a thing that, you know, I, I, I remember even as a child, my parents saying, once you touch money, don't put your fingers on your face or don't touch your face with yep. You know, because money's yep. not clean, money's very dirty. My parents did the same thing. And and yep. it's it's kind of crazy that it still takes you to get older to actually understand the concept of why that is and how many hands money passes through and, and where coins end up and, do you, know you know, how all much, the things like that. Do you know how much cocaine is found on $5 bills and $10 bills? Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Which also probably yeah. means there's a lot of nose mucus on there as well, but, you know... Well, Charming. well, fecal matter as well. You know, there's there's all sorts of of bits and pieces that would be on money. But but again, it kind of it brings me to this idea that think about money now. Would it be cleaning up? Would it be cleaner? I know that I know that in some places they're they're actively cleaning the money before redistributing it or, or reprocessing it. But not just that though. With money just sitting there, you know, bad bacteria or unhealthy bacteria would would start to. So what you're saying is there's been a rise in money laundering. <laughs> um, but you know, it's. <laughs> I just wonder. 
I just wonder about this. This, uh, yeah, is money cleaner? Is money cleaner? Um, I would assume it is because, well, look, you got to remember, like, at the end of the day, stores will take their cash to the bank. No matter what they've got, they take yep. a certain amount of cash to mm-hmm. the bank and deposit it. I used to hate bank runs at retail. Yeah. It was the worst. Um, <laughs> Do you remember, Bianca, that time that I went to the the uh, ATM and I got uh, I deposited all those coins? Yes. Yes, I did. Oh, my God. That was such a fun morning. We were though. there for a while. Not, not, we were there for a long time. Not just that. like I feel like this wasn't all that long ago. It was right before Phil left. It was about probably a week before yeah. he left. Um, and it was yep. the last time, I think it was the last time we went to Italian Bowl together. Yes, it was. Yeah. And, uh, that bag was mm. so heavy. In repayment. We'll circle back to Italian Bowl in a little while. Yeah. Okay, So, sure. But no, like, when you deposit money in a bank, they sort through it. So, like, you had a lot of shitty coins. Mm. Like, blackened, crappy coins. They don't redistribute those. They send those off to get melted down and reused. And likewise, yep. they shred cash and they redistribute mm. more cash into the system. Um, yes. Which is why it's bad to, you know, like all those movies, like with, have you guys seen Money Heist in the States? Um, where they, no. they, they work at one of the shredding facilities. And they basically yeah. steal the money from the shredding facility. They figure out a way to sneak it out. Um, right. And they wow. use the shredded, the, the money that should be shredded. They, they use that money for like, you know, spending money. Uh, and the reason why that's so dangerous mm. is because every time they shred 500, let's say they shred a $500, they'll redistribute $500 into the system. So I think it causes inflation. If there's too much money, yeah, you ca- you are causing yeah, you're causing inflation by yeah. not allowing that money to stay off the streets. Yeah, so mm. so yes. When I was a kid, I was like, that makes no sense. You're just shredding money. But when I was older, like if, if the money is getting shredded anyway, just spend it. It's fine. Um, mm. But when I was older, I kind of understood it. But I still think that's a bad badass movie. Yeah, I think that's an interesting concept. Yeah, but they yeah, but they mm. have to get rid of the old old money. So. If you do have bacteria yep. on money, it's not going to be from the 80s. It will very rarely for be from the 80s. Yeah, it's it's a much much shorter circulation period than what we what we assume. We think it's around forever. I mean, you do often get coins that that are from, you know, 10, 15 years ago, but then in that case that that's because someone's probably hoarded that coin for a long time. It's sat in a jar in their house. Yeah. You know, for a long time rather than being in circulation for that long. And and on top of that, they're redoing, certainly in Australia, we're redoing all our bills. Uh, I think they're doing, what, one every year or one every two year? They're redoing all yeah, the bills at the moment? Yeah, something like that. Well, you know, um, we were but, like the but, first country in the world to have plastic money. Well, a lot, a lot, a lot oh, of countries and, use and our we technology. developed the security technology that goes into yeah. it. Yeah, well, a lot of countries even started using our, our facilities to, to have it for a while seeing as we were, yeah. were one of the first nations to do it. Um, but do you think, again, with, so because of COVID-19 and therefore people wanting to create a contactless society, not just in the sense of contactless payment, but, but contactless as in, you know, there's delivery systems where the delivery gets, food delivery gets left outside your property and then you have to go pick it up from out the front, on the, you know, sits on the, out the front of your house. Um, here they put it on your doorstep. Um, mm. There's there's being distant from each other. They're, they're suggesting um, to do uh, home delivery for shopping rather than go shopping. There's keeping the two-meter line in the queue for the shops and limiting the number of people in the shops. And then there's also yeah. contactless payment systems, as in using existing technologies like pay, uh, PayPass and stuff like that. Mm. Um, do you think that this would be having an effect in, in that money is such a dirty thing normally, despite the fact it's not very old and often does have a lot of germs in it, would it be all just sitting there cleaning itself up, as in not accruing extra germs or new germs and and being not as filthy as we all think it is? So, specifically, are you talking about coronavirus, like money having coronavirus on it? Not just coronavirus, but, but 
you know, germs just in generally general. is the money yeah. getting any dirtier? The money, the yeah, m- by sitting there, it's already pretty dirty and it's just staying the, the same. money wouldn't you know get how... any dirtier because the bacteria yeah. and the microbes on it are still mm. do exist and they live. Like it's not easy to kill a bacteria. Yeah, That's why we have antibacterial. So if by well, sitting there on, it's not getting clean. It's not getting clean, well, but it's we'll not getting say, dirtier. For example, so we've been told yeah. for th- for things like clothing and stuff like that, clothes will carry germs for twenty four hours. For example, yeah. what's the case for money being a so- like a solid object? It's not like it doesn't have particles like like fabric does. It can't absorb things like fabric does, which only has germs hanging around for for twenty four hours. Would money then be cleaner? Okay, let's say you've got a $20 bill sitting in your wallet that's passed through mm. 50,000 hands before it got to it's you. It's in a small dark space. But then it's... Yeah, it's just... Mm. In theory, it, it would fester the germs. It wouldn't destroy itself. It's right. just sitting I... there incubating it... So it would in, need to, in your wallet. It, it would need to sit on the bench in the sun for a couple of days to clean up, you reckon? I think it depends... I, I, Not even that. I think it, I think it has to do with a bit of the environment it's in. Uh, that, but that's like yeah. all into bacteria and microbes and how, what was it's the best it's place to live. It's not getting, it's not getting cleaner by sitting there. Though. No, but but you got to remember, like even like, there, there is a difference between dirt and bacteria. Mm, mm, so no so dirt is dust, and that's just gross. And skin cells, mostly. yeah, skin cells and all that, and then it, you know, art particles in the atmosphere. So, like, um, I live with a smoker, and if I go into his room, everything's got like mm. this thin grey layer, and that's mo- tinge to it. Yeah, that that's yeah. made up of cigarette smoke, which turns into ash and tiny particles of ash. So, like, there's other yeah. kind of dirt. So, bacteria-wise, no, maybe not it wouldn't have as many microbes if it does, if the microbes do die out after 24 hours and it's like sitting on a table or something. But um, dirt wise, it would still be equally as dirty. Makes sense. Yep. Guess so. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, well, well then we look at, look at say for example, we're heading into a, or we're living in currently a relatively cashless society. I look at a country like Norway, who I am quite familiar with and, it is very much a cashless society. They, they, you know, you rarely see cash in that country. I, 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 I've only ever seen once what Norwegian krona looks like. I've <laughs> Sorry, only, ever seen, I've only please, seen it once. Can we please acknowledge that krona sounds like corona? <laughs> <laughs> it's Norwegian for crowns. I know. Krona. Krona. Just, well, actually... No, 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 no. Well, actually, that's exactly right. It does sound like Corona because Corona is crown. It's called Corona because it is... Looks like a it, crown, it means, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the yeah. cell looks like a crown and that's like... Well, the bacteria looks like a crown and that's... The currency is Corona as in crown. So yeah. you're exactly right. It does look like that. <laughs> um, or sound like that. Because it's the same thing, Bianca. Goodness. Um, but, but anyway, the currency... I mean, the, the way they work is mostly cashless. And I say mostly, it's about 95 to 99% cashless. Um, you know, everything is paid by card or online or contactless or whatever. Like, they do not operate with cash. And, and uh, you know, one of my cousins from Norway has said that they hadn't, haven't seen cash for about five years, probably going on seven years now. Like, they just don't see it or use it. Um, what about in the strip clubs? Oh no, they they, you, they have you, contactless tabs. You gotta you gotta tap that. Yeah, you, exactly. <laughs> you tap that. You tap so and you, go. So instead of putting a putting a bill in into the side of the underwear, you you tap. You just tap. Tap it. Yeah. Or Audrey, yeah. Audrey, you can you can run your card up and down the 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 magnetic strip. You can run it down. <laughs> so. But that that makes that makes sense because at strip. At strip clubs, it is contactless. Exactly. So you've got to be contactless. Don't just tap that. Yeah. Anyway, do you think that, that this is giving a great 
test for the what most part. What if the stripper dollars are any cleaner then? No. Uh, no, that money is that dirty, is dirty money. Not Drew. good money. That is uh, unhygienic. That is all because the other thing is like the body glitter and the sticky body yeah. glitter. Obs- That'd be there for a long time. That would fester your own skin bacteria. Like, have you have you ever like have <sighs> you ever worn a synthetic shirt and your bo smells worse because you're wearing a synthetic shirt? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh Think yes, day in and day body out. Body glitter is all synthetic. <laughs> all of that 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 cream and that stuff that they use to like make themselves look shiny. That's all synthetic, and the bacteria on your body. The reason why you smell worse when you wear a synthetic shirt is because it think about it like when you eat something that's really sugary or something thing you're like shit and your farts smell worse by natural thing it's the exact same thing bacteria are basically shitting and farting just really disgusting things because of the synthetics that creates in turn worse bacteria and then it's just a breeding and festering ground and then you wipe those stripper dollars on you oh yuck that is gross (laughs) that is well that's the cause of the play really they must really clean those stripper dollars before you buy them or i assume you buy stripper dollars when you i don't go into a what do you mean you assumed you i don't i wouldn't know of any such uh things (laughs) all right I don't think they'd ever clean that's the story that I'm money. Going with. That's the story I'm going with here. <laughs> yeah, stick with it. Uh, well, well. Yep. Anyway, the point is: Do you think that this is a great test run for a a cashless society and whether it operates or not? Looking at the UK, for example, they um the the contactless payment amount used to be thirty pounds, and they upped that during coronavirus. Well, they've now upped it to be £45 as a minimum, I think. I think it's £45 as a minimum. But anyway, the, okay. the, the number's gone up. Like, they, they are making it it's, more easy to be con- uh, cashless and contactless. It's still 100 here. Well, that's a, I know. That's a much better number. Because that's a much more reasonable number. Um, in answer to your question, whether whether or not we'll do it, I'm, I'm still of the same opinion that I've been of this entire time, which is that when this is all over and done with, and the world starts returning properly to normal. Yeah. We will forget that it happened as quickly as it came up and that we will just go right back to what we were doing before. I think I that don't the I believe this is changing. I, I mostly stand by that opinion. I, I view that that basically I think the only things that will change in this world is that perhaps cleaners will have more of a role in and in you know a more active role um, and perhaps mm businesses will will adopt the model of allowing people to work from home more in order to save on the cost of renting a business but that's it i think they're the only changes that we'll see as a result of this entire thing i also don't i think we'll go right back to contact i also don't think we can ever be a proper cashless society and that's just because of my people the greeks who like to sleep on their money (laughs) that's true yeah and the jews yeah they all, all, all of them have money under the bed. And it's just, it's something that's been passed down to generation to generation. I don't have money, but I do put my important documents under my and bed. people... But that's just because I've been raised that way. like to have... Mm. But people like to have a physical form of currency. Yeah. People like to be able to, to barter, to trade, to, to do some... Like, to have some sort of transaction that actually has a physical property to it. Yeah, no, I, I do I do agree that there, there's a there's an inherent risk of um, of being actually cashless, but I think that that for an everyday society, I I feel that for for an everyday modern society, it's more efficient to not operate in cash. The the other thing you know, you, you're, you're the, fact that the other thing that I find interesting yeah. about the idea of a cashless society is that I currently understand economically that like that thing i was saying earlier if you put more cash into a society it drops the worth of the dollar so if we had a cashless society how does that work because currently Uh, despite the fact that we we are mostly cashless like i don't Mm. carry cash on me often for obvious reasons 
Um, <laughs> but um, I know that there's somewhere sitting in a bank the money that I have in my account. There is somewhere. That money mm-hmm. exists somewhere on some level. I, I know that. But if we go mm-hmm. completely cashless, there's no point in printing out money anymore. How is that I, all? I, I, do, how, how does that all work? I, I, uh, and that, that's an interesting point on that, you know, the, in terms of inflation, inflation's based around the physical existence of something. But, but could you not, could inf- inflation still not just be regulated, um, you know, by computer in, in the sense that the, the figure that the computer screen shows um, be but increased or change? But it's not just that. It's also the fact that people actually want to keep a hold of their money. Like, hmm. Look at look at the fact that crypto could not remain in a browser for people. The fact that they actually made crypto cards so that people could download the Bitcoin that they owned onto a physical thing that was with them at all times. Mm-hmm. So that if whatever server their, their Bitcoin was living on carked it they still had it physically with them to keep it safe. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you know it, it's very similar to what's sitting behind me. All those movies I bought, I bought them because I know that if the, if the studio ever decides to no longer put that movie out to stream somewhere, or if all the streaming networks went down, or, you know, if the internet died somehow, mm-hmm. I still have them all here. Mm. No, I, I, and I'm the same with that with, with video games. But it, it, yeah. but at the same time, I, I don't mind a cashless society. Again, I think Noi works, functions very efficiently. <sighs> I think I think it just depends on... It depends on the type of people and you have the progression of the people <laughs> in many ways. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, I mean that. I can say that as a half Cypriot, half Norwegian. I can say that I think that a lot of it depends on the progress pro- progressiveness of the society. And I think that Noi... Is at the forefront. I mean, all the Scandinavian countries just are at the forefront of kind of society, um, you know, yeah. in terms of education and all that. And I think there's, it just is the way that it is. And it's interesting how it does work. I think in a lot of ways it helps by them having much smaller populations than the rest of the world. But again, I think a lot mm. of that comes down to intelligence as well. You know, I look at the Bogan or Redneck <laughs> intelligence factor often creates more people than, say, an intelligent society. Again, look at the first ten minutes of the movie Idiocracy. That that just tells you all you, all you need to know about society. I yeah. um, love yeah, Idiocracy. True. I can watch Idiocracy yeah, and it's, and it's a hundred times sadly, and I Bianca, still laugh. It is sadly so relevant and becoming more and more relevant every day, which is terrifying. It predicted things. And- it did. Uh, hundreds oh. of years uh, well ahead of its time. Um, yeah. But anyway, that, that kind of moves us then from, from specifically coronavirus and cashless society and talking about the money aspect into coming out of coronavirus and, and lockdowns and things like that. And the, the, the first point I think we should touch on, I think that I've got a story that would be excellent for Sick Kent of the Week. Um, so we'll get to that a little bit later, guys. But I think that one story that we should touch on is the fact that Rugby League is now, Rugby League is now back on our screens, it's great news for me, even on this side of the world, getting my VPN fired up, and, and thank you, Drew. Um, an interesting point is the fact that there's yep. no crowds, because we are still in this world of coronavirus and COVID-19, and lockdowns, isolation, social distancing, whatever you want to call it, contactless world, you cannot have crowds there, um, which is meant that they how are... It, hmm. how, how does it feel to know that when your team plays, the supporters will be on their best behavior for once. Well, I, I think I think in many ways it'll make me feel as good as the South Sydney fans will know that they still don't have to actually make any noise at the game because uh, <laughs> the speakers will do it for them, as they've done for many, many years. Again, I'm referencing the fact, South Sydney, that they have that chant, that, and I quote the chant, South Sydney, South Sydney, South oh, yeah. Sydney. You don't have to cheer they when also, the, the, the speakers are doing it, so, yeah. Well, let's remember, this This is the same club that butchered your favourite song, so... What song? I don't no, know No, it's their... Country Road, Drew. Oh. Oh, I know... Yeah, they took John Denver's classic and changed Country Roads to Botany Road. 
I'm Little do they realize so sorry that, that happened uh, to you, Phil, because I know how much you love that song. I really love that song. Um, let's, though, si- well, gloss over the fact that South Sydney are terrible at what they do and uh, too busy bragging about premierships from years before most of their fans were and, even alive. And being a federation um, team. And being a federation team, which isn't actually particularly fair because they were kicked out, so I don't think they should be allowed to be a federation team if they didn't exist for many years. But anyway... Mm. Um, Moving on from that and the stupidity and patheticness of South Sydney, um, I think that we should, though, look at, at the fact that things are starting to go back to normal. Um, Bianca, yep. you mentioned rats. Rats are still behaving badly. Drew, you mentioned the fact that uh, we're looking at King's Cross, a once very yes. popular part of Sydney, is uh, looking to be revitalised and come back to life after this whole thing. My, my favourite part about this is the fact that, just tucked away in the article I read about this, is the fact that the City of Sydney Council acknowledged that their own lockouts caused the death of the cross. Well, it's no. It's interesting that, but, but it's also... <laughs> like... Exactly. But yeah. it's also interesting. It's interesting that they are, despite the fact that they acknowledge that, they're still heavily Blaming leaning on... the coronavirus. Co- yeah, COVID-19 has oh, had an impact, so now we're going to look at revitalising it after this. You mean after your lockout yeah. laws, not after this? As like, someone and trying, in... And trying to shift the focus on a new beginning for it. Exactly. It's like, well, what did you do to the old one? Like, you destroyed it yourselves. As someone and in And now you're saying we need to save it. This is, like, this is prime, because if I was sitting there in the marketing labs of the Sydney government and they were like, look, we need to revitalise the cross, we need to get on this, but we can't spin Mm. it that this was our fault. Like, they can't know this Mm. was our fault. I know they all know this was our fault, but we can't can't emphasise that this was our fault. And then coronavirus happens and I'm just sitting at my desk like, this is fucking Mm. brilliant. Let's just blame it on coronavirus. It writes itself. Well, 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 I I read somewhere, you know, with, with the demise of the car company from Australia, Holden, um, you know, somewhere, I read somewhere where, where despite the fact that it happened when it did, if it didn't get announced, then they still would have made the announcement. And in fact, they would have much preferred to use coronavirus as a excuse to close it down. And cause they would have gotten more incentive and payouts and less attention. And it would have been a more sad story and poor them. It's all, all the world's against them kind of thing. Unlike what happened where they had to pull the plug early. Um, yeah, so they, they you know, yeah, some, coronavirus again, is, is someone a great was sitting there in that team and was like, why couldn't this have happened like three months earlier? Mm. Yeah, why <laughs> couldn't it save the day? But um uh, but that's that's not just the King's Cross who are trying to revitalize under a coronavirus coronavirus and I'm doing oh. the bunny ears you guys can't oh. see on the podcast. Mm. But like that's our federal government are trying to um, use, it. use it to say why we're in recession. That's not why we're, or why we're heading towards recession. That's not no, why we're it, heading towards uh, recession. We've been heading towards recession for a good, I don't know, four or five years. Nearly five years. The stalling, yeah, the years. stalling of interest rates in Australia, the um, bullying of the Reserve Bank to try and and hold interest rates or lower them, which is possible like you, or, or raise interest rate i don't know which one it is the, the one that the one that helps them and, um and prime prime minister roulette has absolutely played a factor in it no it, it has no doubt but what i what i think is is really annoying is that economists aren't being loud enough and pushing for the fact that a recession isn't necessarily a bad thing it's just that they're going off the term backwards which makes everyone go that's a bad thing. It's like, it's not a bad thing. It's a market resetting. And if you have 30 years yeah. of growth, it is so unsustainable and unhealthy. It needs to happen. The rest of the yeah. world, the rest of the world got their chance to reset in the financial crisis. I'm not saying the financial crisis was a good thing. I'm saying they got a recession and then they could reset. Yeah. And then often a lot of economies are booming. Some aren't. A lot of them are. Australia had a chance and we didn't fall into it. Good save. <laughs> Because it wasn't our time, but now it's our time. Yet the government are going to say, "Now it's coronavirus that's done it," and it's like, "No, it's your your siphoning of the economy to eke out every last bit of growth has but caused just it." Let it happen. The, exactly, it's a good the, thing because it's what nurtures future growth. 
Correct. But the fact that we survived the JFC was a good thing because it put us ahead. And what we could have done, Uh, which is stupid. I was was trying to explain it to our mate Carmen the other night who doesn't really get it at all. But the the, the longer we wait, the worse Mm. the crash is and the longer it's going to take to get back to where we are now. Exactly. If you look at the stock market, if it has a drop and it goes back up again, no problem. If it stays flat for a long time, it means there's so much more uncertainty and it means it can go either way. It can either keep going up again or it can completely crash. Like, there is no no it, predictability to it. It needs to it's be... It's not, not efficient. It Look, yeah, like you were saying earlier, it needs to crash because it's not sustainable. But... Yeah. If we can control the crash, it is basically a controlled crash. If we can do a controlled crash rather than let it spiral out of control, we'll be better off for yeah. it in the long run. But what's happening is they keep pushing it and we're getting to a part where we may spiral out of control. Mm. It's look, it's like it's like having a piece of rope, you know, a, 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 you know, you're holding onto a rope and you're playing tug of war. Now, normally what happens is that one team lets go and then that's game over. One team falls over. And then they pick the rope back up again, and you go again, and you keep going, and it, it keeps on going, and 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 the game goes on. But if we're doing what we're doing now, it's like having a knife in the middle, and both teams are pulling as hard as they can, and someone's slowly just slicing at the knife, uh, at the the rope, and it's turning into like threads now, and it's gonna snap. And when it snaps, you don't have a suddenly rope. you don't have an economy. No, you don't have a rope. You have something that falls apart because you've not let it just do what it's supposed to do, which is someone wins, and then you restart. In this case, it's going to fall apart and break, and then you have to try and pick up the pieces and from a mess. And it's going to happen at a time where we're not, we're not really uh, in a position. To, yeah, but we're, yeah, but when we're not in the same level of contact that we are with other countries right now, we're, we are very isolated anyway. So yes. for this to happen to us while we're isolated is rather dangerous. If they let it go the way they and are, exactly, it's the wrong time for it to happen. The other thing is, if we have it after all the stuff that's just happened, we've already got one of the highest rates of unemployment for the last ten years. Mm. Yeah, it's just going to get worse. They can't. We'll land. They can't get oh. better from it. We'll be on the back foot if it happens after everything recovers. Exactly, because people will just up and leave. So d- exactly. So do you know about the? I, we didn't talk about this earlier, but do you know about the sixty billion dollar mistake? Uh, yeah, I know a little I bit about it, but not, about not, not a huge amount. So, something to do with the job seeker. Job keeper, not job seeker. Oh. So, job oh, seeker, yeah. they'd already withdrawn the money and distributed, and they'd gotten that right. Um, the mm-hmm. budget had gotten that right. Um, but they didn't take out as much for job seeker as they did for job keeper. So, the difference between job seeker and job keeper is job seeker is for people who have already left their jobs. JobKeeper mm-hmm. was for it was an incentive for companies not to fire people. So yeah, it's like being furloughed over here. Yeah. So well, not yeah. It it yeah. but basically it was don't fire them, send them home, mm-hmm. and we'll pay for their wage. Well, it, it's less yeah, that, of a that's, that's okay. Here. So it's less of a it's wage. Eighty percent. They get paid eighty percent here. I think this eighty percent of their wage. I think this was just a stock standard. Everyone got. 2400 or something and then or jobs were supposed to make up the difference mm-hmm. if there was one or anyway they, there was a way around it but so yeah th- that was job keeper and they predicted that they needed 130 billion dollars for it they mm-hmm. they budgeted that money and then it worked out only that they needed 7 billion dollars now a lot of people 70 billion yeah now a lot of like liberal supporters are like, oh well, they've saved sixty billion. But, but the point is, no, what- no, 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 that's not how it works. That's actually not how yeah. government spending works, and no one quite understands that. And I'm like, no, 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 they've wasted sixty billion, and they're like, no, 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 they've they haven't spent mm. it. They've wait, they've saved it. This is this was no, they've allotted it. Yeah, well, the, the way that government spending works, which I don't think a lot of people understand, is that once you've budgeted what we call budgeting, 
that's actually yeah. spent money. That money's been withdrawn yeah. and spent on yeah, something. It's gone. And it, it's kind of like having a small business. Like if you have yeah. your earnings, which is where they take this money from, this is like our tax money. And you say you need a hundred $130 billion, no, $130. If you say, I need $130 for this thing that I'm doing, you withdraw $130, but you only spend the 70 You have $60 over budget. You can't pocket that money because that's... No, because you've already put it out, out of... Yeah, that's embezzlement. It's already been allotted. Yeah, that's in, that, pocketing yeah. that money is embezzlement. You can't put that money back into your earnings... Because that's fraud. Because then you'll get taxed. Because it, you you get taxed on what you deposit, mm. and it's already lost that interest from being out of your bank account. And then you can't. The only thing that you can do is reassign it. Re-allocate yeah, reallocate it, it mm. or leave it and never spend it, which is loss. So you, you can yeah, only so lose that money or you can only respend that money. You can't do anything else. And everyone's like, no, no, you can just put it back in your savings. No, no, no. There is no savings. No, there is no savings account. There is an earnings account. And your profits, you essentially have to pay yourself to make your own money. Yeah. And that's that you can't yeah. pay yourself with money that you're supposed to spend on something else. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So we're sitting in a situation where where stupid people, i.e., mostly liberal voters, um, think one thing's happening. Um, well, look, no, not, like, not liberal we've... voters, but but right wing right wing voters tend to be the yeah. less intelligent of the, the two. Let's say. Yeah, because um, yeah, because the lines are blurring a little bit between those parties these days. Yeah, I mean, I, I can still remember, while not, not entirely in the, the most conscious of frame of minds, writing down on a piece of paper the kind of where the, where the parties sit on the line in terms of Australian government parties, um, from left-wing extremism to centralist to right-wing extremism. Um, but anyway, I, the way I look at it is, as if you're a right-wing voter, you're mostly conservative. If you're mostly conservative, you're mostly closed-minded. If you're mostly closed-minded, you're mostly unintelligent or, or in favour of unintelligence as in suppression of intelligence, which is actually a, a relatively true fact. You can't disagree with that, really. But anyway, point being that that if you can look at it and say they've saved the money because you're not fully understanding this entire situation, which means that, again, good thing the party you vote for or <laughs> are more likely to vote for is the party that did that mistake because you think it's a good thing. It, it really isn't. Yep. That might push us yep. worse into this crisis. Yeah, but that's fine because we save money, right? <laughs> Wrong. No, that that sixty yeah, million that, that, that money saving is and that sixty billion dollars yeah. is what I like again. Coming back to money cleaning is the inflation stuff because that money doesn't mm-hmm. technically exist. We've created that money yeah, and put it into us. circulation. <laughs> it cost us. It cost us without having a purpose. Yeah, that's and that's that's why it's very important budgets, and that's why we have to be very careful when we make them, and mm-hmm. not overestimate things by sixty billion dollars. Yeah, that's a huge, colossal fuck up. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Scotty from accounting. Uh, well, Josh from uh, Josh from accounting too. He also fucked mm. this one, um, and probably not getting enough credit for his colossal fuck up um let's then look at bianca you mentioned rats now look talking about what drew was talking about which is the fact that king's cross is looking to be revitalized because there's less happening there so they're looking to revitalize it bring it back to life maybe get some nightlife happening there i wonder why there isn't nightlife there but anyway um i guess on the basis of coronavirus then (laughs) the fact that there is no one about anywhere we're all locked down and um, living in our homes and not going out as much and not visiting cafes as much. There's a rat problem, am I right, Bianca? Yeah, so... Do tell me more. So because of basically the fact that there is no... There's not as much happening in the city and we're not littering as mm. much in the city and we're not throwing out food into backyards and or, or you know, down streets and alleys, 
Mm-hmm. There's nothing for the rats to eat in the cities. Some of them have turned to cannibalism, um, as would be expected. Yes, you do. Um, but majority of them have started coming out into the suburbs. So I'm. Some of them have. So there's there's two kind of city hubs in Sydney. There's the Parramatta City Hub and this is Sydney City Hub. And they've both been escaping into the surrounding suburbs. So there's more rats in like um, Newtown and Enmore and Stanmore, which is where I live, and um, coming into Leichhardt. Which isn't so great because nearly every cafe and restaurant in Newtown has reopened and is taking dine-in patrons. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, but this, yeah, there's an increase of rats in the suburbs, which suburbs aren't really used to rats. We, um, it, it, this isn't like, I, I think in American suburbs, there's a lot more rats than there are in Australian suburbs. And that's because in Australia, we also have a lot of weird wildlife that just shows up in our suburbs that we just don't ever talk about. Like the fact I used to live in North Sydney. No, exactly. Yeah. I used to live in North Sydney yep. and they, we used to have like turkeys and it was like, okay. Like, <laughs> you well, I remember, I, I remember Bianca, when you were having a driving lesson, you told me that the instructor told you to just drive straight through. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There was a turkey on the road during my driving lesson. They're like, just drive straight through it. And it's really weird because like, Only for you're in like a suburb. And it's like a very modern suburb. It's not like a, a, a suburb out in the bush. Like there, there is a city no. not far behind, but there's like turkeys and there was one there's peacock. All, there's also foxes. And a wallaby. No, we used to have wallabies in Milson's Point. So like it's just... What, yep. what, what I find interesting is though that there are, there are, there's a lot of very good environmental, uh, a, a positive effects from, from the whole lockdown. I mean, we're seeing um, greater... Uh, visibility in countries that have had a lot of, or cities that have had a lot of smog. Beijing, for example, a lot of India has fantastic visibility. Ozone now. layer is repairing itself. Now. The the ozone layer is repairing. However, it was kind of doing that anyway beforehand, but nonetheless, this has helped and is improving it. Um, general carbon emissions across the world has reduced enormously, and it has, and it's showing on visible live charts that there is a, re- a reduction, um, which is fantastic. Um, but then there are also the negative ones, which is from existing problems, like the fact that we have, I mean, it's not an environmental problem in terms of actual, uh, you know, air quality, et cetera, and, and, and the, the atmosphere, but, but in terms of wildlife issues like rats then is an issue and one that, that has existed because that's just an issue that we've had. We've had that problem for a long time, a bit like the white ibis, the bloody bin chicken, there's nothing we can well, do yeah, about we it. Two of them today. Well, actually, well, they're clumsy like that. Just drive through them. In saying that, the yeah. ibis. So Carmen, Audrey, and I, who are good friends, um, we went for like a wintry picnic um, near this cafe mm-hmm. coffee shop in the botanical gardens, and um, there's usually more like ibis around there because there's usually more people. And there was only yep. one or no, two we saw. And of course they came near us because we were eating. But usually Naturally. there's like a lot more ibis in that area. Like, cause I go there a lot. And yeah, it, yeah. it only occurred to me later that there was only two and it was really weird because they, they, their bin chicken has nothing to eat either. So I wonder what's happening with them. But, um... There's definitely rats. Well, they're still flooding <laughs> Olympic Park. I can attest to that. Oh, no. I don't like the bin chicken. But, they smell mm, weird. They do. I very, again, I very nearly ran two of them down on my way into work. Well, just today. like my driving instructor said, just run them over. Don't worry. I'd prefer you to run. Um, I intended to. Quote from my driving instructor. It's better if you run them over than if you st- slam on your brakes and then someone hits you from behind. Is it? Is True. it? <laughs> yeah, I mean. They're on. a pest. Well, let's um, then move on. I guess in some ways it is it is coming out of lockdown related and that is that... Um, this is actually, I think, what I would suggest is our sick Kent of the week. You guys can disagree if you want to or not, <laughs> but I, I very much um, enjoy the story. I think it is a wonderful story. Um, dive in. So basically, this story, it well, that's kind of fitting, Drew, that you said dive in. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured it was. Um, 
Essentially, so this this story, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of, of detail on it. So, um, a woman has sparked outrage during a BBC interview. Um, she went to a beach. I'm going to assume that it's down Cornwall Way. Um, Jane Peacock made a baffling assessment um, while being interviewed by BBC and has caused a lot of people to be outraged at her Audacity. glaringly obvious hypocrisy. <laughs> Audacity and her glaringly obvious hypocrisy. Now, that is because... And I'll read you the title from this article that I've got. It's from Daily Mail, so plenty of ads on this side, I can tell you. I'm struggling to see it through the, the ads. Nonetheless, it is... It's lovely to get out, but I'm shocked at how many other people are here. That's the, that's the headline. Outrage as woman drives an hour and a half with her family to the beach and then complains that others are doing the same. <laughs> Yes, that is exactly right. So this woman has gone, driven an hour and a half out of her way to go to the beach because it was a lovely day, um, to go and sit there and be surrounded by lots of other people doing that exact same thing. And then she was confused and a little bit unimpressed with the fact that everyone else was doing the exact same thing that she did and probably drove less of a distance. That is exactly right. So Jane Peacock has made this baffling assessment. Um, she good says, Jane, it's lovely. <laughs> She's like, good on she, Jane. Yeah, yeah, no, good she, she has the, she has the balls to be like, well, I'm out here, but the rest of you should be. Well, let's be honest again. She probably voted for the right side of politics. Oh at no, the last she's election, definitely a Brexit. She's also, she's also one of those people that probably claps every Thursday night at 8pm for, um, the NHS to say thank you to the NHS for all that they're doing, despite voting for a party that is very much not in favour of them and interested in cutting down their funding. But, you know, whatever. That's just uh, an English thing. Um, let me have a look, though. She says, it's lovely to get out, but I'm quite shocked at how many people are here, she said while relaxing on the beach. They're not paying attention to social distancing. I find that quite annoying, to be honest. It's like being in Tesco. Yes, I can tell you that that does happen at shops, um, to be honest, at Sainsbury, which is our local shop. A lot of people are not socially distancing themselves, and, and often you'll be reaching at the shops to try and get something off the shelf, and then you'll turn around and there'll be someone right behind you, completely un uh, totally oblivious to, to the whole idea. Um, heading back to this article, Twitter users labelled the Peacock family's behaviour as selfish and irresponsible, while others pointed out that she's part of the problem, which is incredibly true. One user named MK wrote, I think she sees herself as above the problem. This type of ego is what's wrong with the majority of the UK. Tories! <laughs> um, one user said, for someone who is engaging in selfish, irresponsible behaviour, to criticise others for selfish, irresponsible behaviour is the height of hypocrisy. And uh, I've got... Um, uh, don't go to the beach or other beauty hotspots. Don't drive one and a half hours to go anywhere. Just stay home. And finally, I'll end it with what one other person said, which was, I'm baffled. Just saw this on the news. Women who drive over one point, a woman who drove 1.5 hours to go to the beach with her family complains about other people who at the beach have done the exact same her, exact same thing as her. Does she not? She's part of the problem, which is very true. So, yes, I think that Jane Peacock, you complete hip hypocrite. Um, drowning, not in seawater, but hypocrisy. I believe that she should be our sick Kent of the week. Oh, without a doubt. That is so funny. <laughs> now that's though. A, that's a, it's it's a story that we've hung on to for a couple of weeks. We think more pressing and more deserving winners received it in weeks prior, but but she got she got her time. She she definitely got her time. She she you know she drove an hour and a half to get to the beach. I'm sure she could have waited a little bit longer to to get her sick Kent of the week. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, I've, I've been thinking since before we hit record that there there is a beautiful song quote that actually sums all this up right now. Oh. Both, both, both the world and maybe this episode as well, since we knew our topics going in for yes. change. Um, the wonderful words of Tears for Fears, it's a very, very mad world. Yeah, very, very true. It is a very, very, very mad world. Mm. Um, all around me are... Familiar places. Worn out places. Worn out faces. Yes. Yep. Worn out faces. Yep. Familiar places, yep. worn out faces. That'll do. <laughs> anyway, look, 
I, look, it comes back to a couple of weeks ago with the song lyrics and how bad I am at song lyrics. But anyway, there you go. Yes. Just my, my input to the wonderful song. Um, uh, it comes look, back to last week with recasting. You're just rewriting the lyrics. Yeah, there you go. See, we can tie back. Look at that. All our episodes are connected. See, guys, we plan this more than what you think. Um, look, I, I, that's funny. <laughs> what and as you can as you can tell, we are pros at winging it. Because no, oh, which brings us to something that is on its what's way. What's even funnier yes, is exactly. I, Bianca, you I woke up. Well, I, I fell asleep at seven thirty because I was exhausted, and Philip woke me up, and I was like half asleep, and I'm like, "Do we even have topics?" And he's like, "Yes, we think we do." I'm like, "Okay, we think we, we- do." See, it goes, it goes into this preparation that we do, guys. But no, Drew t- yep. Drew touched on something cool, and that is winging it, and that is that Drew and I have decided we're going to have a new filmed thing which is going to be quite interesting we still have to work out the, the full logistics of it because we're again on the opposite side of the world and we're going to have to do what most people are doing and using zoom or messenger or yep. whatever yep. Um, google hangouts perhaps but we're going to have a new um much more trimmed down very efficient i guess version of ourselves and we're going to we're calling it wing it in five um yes drew would you like to tell us more about it or should we leave the audience in the dark i think maybe we should tell the audience a bit more about it We'll tell them a little bit about it. Basically, um, for those of you out there that do listen, we would really love your input on this. But basically, we think that we're rather good at talking about things we've got no idea about. Case we do it a point, lot. We, yeah. <laughs> we do this every week. So what we're asking for are some really out there topics, ideas. Specific whatever, topics. Yeah, whatever springs to mind, whatever tickles your fancy. And you can submit it to us, and we, we're still trying to work out the logistics of how we pick it, but the long and the short of it is that on the day of recording, we will be given this topic, and given all of a few seconds before we dive into maybe three to five minutes of becoming an instant expert on this topic. Exactly right, exactly right. We've got to be instant experts, wing it wing whatever we possibly can and discuss to our fullest extent whatever we possibly can indeed exactly right well um so that's the plan that's coming soon i can't wait to listen to that because you two pretending to be experts in anything is hilarious (laughs) 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 well because it happens quite a lot we're quite good at it the problem is on this show, we have to fill it up for an hour. We have to do an hour, well, almost an hour, sometimes more than an hour of trying to be an expert. Yeah. Whereas Wing It In 5 is really good for us because it's short, snappy, and five minutes long, which means we only have to be an expert on something for five minutes before we can Get, breathe a huge sigh of relief and give up. cry ourselves. <laughs> exactly. Give and up. it means you also get to see our familiar faces every week, and it gives you guys something a little more when you're waiting those painful, what, six six and a half days between episodes exactly right exactly right um nonetheless uh that brings us to the end of this edition of the show uh a little plug for future reference next week we've got a good episode um we're planning on having a guest on the show next week um yes we are yes it is someone who i've i worked with who drew works with mostly um and who uh is has quite a name for themselves in certain in a certain industry, um, mm. I would say. I'd say they do have a, a bit of a name in a certain industry. Anyway, um, yes, we'll bring you more on that next week. We won't tell you who it is, but uh, that's the plan. Um, in the meantime, Drew and I have to come up with some decent questions to ask them, and we can have a great interview session with them. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Thank you very much, Drew and Bianca, for being on the show. Always Thank you very much, me, for being on the show, too. I'm glad. Yes, thank you, Philip. No, you're most welcome, Drew. Anyway, until next week, Bianca, how do we end the show? Yep. Yep.